Welcome to another episode of Reptile Fight Club. I'm your host, Justin Julinder, and with me as always. Back on Chuck the horn. <laughs> Chuck Poland is here in the house. Well, not yeah. in the house, but... I'm in my house. Speaking. I'm He's in, in his house. house. Yes. And I'm in my house. That's right. We are in yeah. the house. <laughs> but pretty soon we are going to be in the same car herping so that's that's that, going to be cool that's yeah. correct Got that another is couple correct. weeks i'm i'm itching to get out there for sure yeah no i i it's gonna uh, be a good time it will be a good time it'll be fun <laughs> we'll have a good time yeah to uh get to kick it with the pod father yeah yeah so, it'll be fun yeah Yep, and Rob, you got to see Rob in action, man. He's I the, I can't wait to see all machine. of you in action. I've <laughs> I've I've heard these stories about you, the mild mannered doctor <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> who becomes an animal in the night. So I I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see it. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll. you'll Did you almost just yawn right now? Best. Yeah. I, I'm a little tired. Yeah. yeah it's been I got a, you. It's been a bit of a week, dude. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's just getting older or whatever, but this time change, like it, uh, it messed I me up it. for it so, messed it messed me up for two days straight. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> to get back. So next week I'm I'm in uh, Seattle for a conference, so I'll be gaining an hour back because <laughs> I'm going to Pacific that's only, time. And that's then, the only way you get your hour back. Exactly. And then yeah. the week after I'm going to California, so I'll be getting it back as well. Yeah. But, there you um, go. They, they just passed legislation to make it permanent. So so can, does that can, mean nobody's having it? I don't know. Can somebody tell? Okay. So state? okay. So and <laughs> I I don't was I talking about this with you? But I'm I'm like I don't I remember. So I was born in Indiana and I remember daylight savings time always being a thing since I was a kid, but I remember yeah, that too. other places didn't do it. Uh-huh. And so I always like had this Arizona. thing of like, we yeah. were weird in Indiana because we did it. And I never understood why. And I think it was you I was talking to and you had said like, oh, it's about farming or something. And <laughs> yeah. I, what is it about? It's not about farming. Oh, well, my oh. wife says that's a myth that it's not All about right. farming. So um, myth busted. We didn't start daylight savings until 2006. I feel like Indiana was doing it far before 2006. Oh yeah, I had it when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't know. Well, my wife's almost always right. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I I, what I want is to get to the bottom of the why of daylight savings time. So uh, if any of the listeners out there, yeah, I guess, or somebody, you know, maybe Doctor Loafman. I don't know. I need somebody smart here. Help us out. How can, how can we relate this to yeah. reptiles? Yeah, daylight savings. Um, I I uh, I don't enjoy it, so I'm glad they're going to get rid of it. Hopefully, yeah. that's like a, a you know nationwide thing. For anybody that doesn't know what daylight savings is, every year we in the in the spring we move forward an hour, and mm-hmm. so we basically lose an hour. You mm-hmm. know that you're. And so you got to wake up earlier and try to go to bed earlier, even though your body's telling you it's not that late. And then in the fall, we fall back and gain an hour. And so then you, you've got an extra hour to sleep and it's really fun and nice. And that's something to look forward to. That's my only one. Yeah. Just, just a couple of years ago, it seems they, they moved that window shorter. So you had like between the fall back and the spring forward, it was a shorter amount of time. So I, I don't know why they did that, but 
it was like maybe that was a move towards getting rid of it but yeah they, anyway they're, they're, they're yeah. just they're, they're just goalpost moving at this point they're like this yeah. is dumb but we're not really willing to give up okay fine <laughs> now fine, we're willing to give up yeah, yeah. so like, for whatever reason we had it and for whatever reason we're getting rid of it so yeah well yeah. one yeah. covid epidemic and they're like fuck it fuck it we're not doing that <laughs> shit anymore we're not doing dumb stuff anymore so now we'll still yeah. do dumb stuff if that's it yeah. oh yeah that's a given but Oh, well, so yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, trying to get, get used to the new, the new time, I guess. And yeah, the new time. get used to waking up earlier and all that good stuff. So yeah, I'm always a little tired around this time of year, but, um, work's been pretty busy. I'm getting ready to go to a conference. So that'll be, yeah, hopefully I'm, I'll get in some, a little bit of herping time up there if, if it's, if it's warm enough or if stuff's out, but, um, hopefully I'll get to see some, some do friends you, in the area. That'd be cool. Yeah. I was like, okay. So when you go to like a virology conference, do you have colleagues that you're like, Oh, Frank, I haven't seen you in forever. Oh yeah. yeah How you doing? For sure. You know, like, so yeah. you, 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 is it, is it, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I guess it's not a small community, but like, mm -hmm. I would assume viral researchers know each other at, at some yeah. level. And I mean, the conference is like, 300 people so yeah. you know it's oh, pretty yeah, big. For sure. i don't know everybody but i definitely know like so i'm involved as the program chair so i you know put together say you know organize the committees who review the abstracts and then say who gets to give an oral presentation who gets to give a poster so i kind of get it. to you know i'm kind of involved in the organization of the meeting and things like that so that's been fun i've done that for the last few years and um so that's been nice. The, the guy that I took over for, he was, he was just a great man. His name's Mark Pritchard. And, um, he, he was, uh, really, you know, just a powerhouse in the antiviral field and just a really nice guy. And he was the one that was doing the program chair before me. So he trained me, but he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, so that was kind of a, a sad loss, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, so I trying to trying to do uh, do justice know, to thing. his shoes, yeah, yeah for exactly. Sure. Trying to fill big shoes, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, through that, I've gotten to know, and and before, you know, when I was a grad student, and when I was first, a, you know, a research assistant professor, um, I was the photographer for the society so i got to know a lot of people that yeah. way you know yeah um taking all the pictures for the awards and stuff like that so i got to know some of the the higher ups the presidents and that kind of thing so it was you know it was kind of a good introduction and i've been going to this meeting since like 2000 <laughs> 2001 somewhere around there so it's a it's a good meeting are um, you going to meet up with casey or, or ryan or anybody up hope, there hoping to uh yeah. yeah we'll see see how it works out i i mean ryan's a little bit of, out of the way he and nick are out kind of on the border of idaho so in the know, sticks in the sticks and i i don't think i'll have a vehicle or anything like that so i'm kind of at the mercy of either uber or you know that kind of thing. So I'm, I've, I've, uh, been chatting with Casey. Hopefully we can get together. Yeah. Come and get your boy, Casey. Him. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I I, I'm sure a fan of that guy. He's a good guy. I so. know you, I know you're itching to see shingleback's and all kinds of, Oh other yeah. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw you post up some of his shinglebacks uh oh, yeah. a day or so yeah today maybe yesterday uh -huh. but I was like ah so they're cool, such man. cool lizards yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they're they're a fun one to see in the wild we saw quite a few of those in Western Australia but and yeah, they're, they're are they fairly yeah. common to see or um depends I mean in certain areas yes in in one area we saw several pairs mm -hmm. you know we could follow them 
their tracks and you'd find them in, you know, hunkered down under some leaves or something like that. So yeah, there were, there were quite a few locally abundant in that area. And I, I think there's like South Australia, there's places where you can see, you know, 50 in a day or something. Yeah. They're just all over the place. I so. remember you saying that you, that, that DOR, uh, yeah, is yeah, a real once, common thing. So I figured that, that, you know, uh-huh. that they're, they're in abundance. Yeah. One stretch I can't, and, and maybe they just don't, um, disappear very quickly. After <laughs> I thought you were going to say know, dodge but, cars. Like, yeah, they don't dodge cars well. Obviously. But, but there were like, you know, 30 or something in, in like a kilometer stretch. It was not a, a, a lot. You know, there were way too many. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, seeing the, those huge populations, you're like, you know, they only have one baby every year mm-hmm. or two, you know, so it's like, or one or two maybe. And, and so you just think, how are their populations so big that they can withstand such an, you know, such uh, a shellacking mortality, yeah. vehicular you know? shellacking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, sure. you know, they're such cool animals. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be, uh, hopefully I'll get to catch up with Casey. He's, yeah. he's a great guy. Yep. Um, other than that, yeah, it's just business as usual. We're just trying to keep up with the, the work and all that good stuff. So, Nice. How about you? Work, work, treating you all right? Yeah, it works good. We're busy. We we uh, we're doing a a big uh, repair to an aircraft that the Navy mm-hmm. jacked up, and so it's a first. It's a first of its kind repair. So a lot of eyes, a mm-hmm. lot of press wow. and fanfare about it. So oh, and wow. it's it's going really well, which is great. Credit to all all the guys in the shop. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just that, and and we got another aircraft that the that that the Marines they had a. They had a, uh, uh, a landing gear that failed to come down. So they had to land on some mattresses on the oh. nose of the aircraft. So they smushed, they smushed some stuff on the nose of the aircraft. So that's coming in for, for a PMI event. And then we're going to do fun. some, some, some rework on that as well. So got some mm-hmm. interesting projects, some fun stuff and, you know, but, nice. but we're, we're busy and it's evaluation time. So I've, I've got to do performance evals and uh, some of my a, least, that's not fun. <laughs> my least favorite yeah. stuff is telling people about themselves, but it's nice when yeah. you can tell people good stuff, but it's, it's not always fun yeah. when you got to tell people bad stuff. So oh, not, yeah. not my yeah. favorite, but yeah, you know, I, I don't have too many I have to do. So that's nice. Yeah. But, so, you know, I guess reptile on the reptile side of things, if we, if we haven't scared everybody away talking about our, <laughs> we do have um, a outside yeah of we, we do we do not just do reptiles but wake up wake um, up if you're sleeping now hey, yeah put you to sleep <laughs> you, you can stop your fast forward yeah uh, here <laughs> hear about reptiles um i i got a clutch of woma eggs i don't know if i mentioned that on the I, podcast I, yeah sweet um, dude but unfortunately like i've lost like four of the six eggs have crashed or maybe there were even seven how, how far one how- i knew was infertile at the get go but the others i thought were good yeah. and now i'm down to two so i don't know maybe they just weren't that great it was a first time male uh-huh. um a second breed you know second year for a female and she produced last year and she also had a, a retained egg um in her last year's club or two years ago i guess no none of the aspidites yeah. went last year because i moved so two years ago she mm-hmm. laid and she had a retained egg that she she um had in there i I was debating, you know, surgical removal because sometimes that can not end well. But right. I've also had it where, you know, several months down the road, they'll pass the egg and she actually passed the egg. And so, um, you know, it was a, a couple months after she laid. So I was a little worried, but she got it out okay. So 
I don't, you know, uh, that sometimes I, I kind of let nature take its course, but, um, you know, other than I, I just don't have much confidence in vets around here, especially yeah. surgical procedures well, to remove an egg or something like that. And I'm definitely just, not doing that myself. I just think that's, you know, anytime you go, there's, there's a reason, at least in humans, why there's a course of treatment and it always involves therapy and, you mm -hmm. know, drugs and all these other things that they run you through before they do surgery. Because generally speaking, you know, surgeries are for certain things are really mm -hmm. effective, but you know, anytime you got to cut somebody open, uh, in a you know in a yeah. fairly invasive way it tends to not be you know you you have some repercussions out of that and i think yeah i think that yeah. you know um, and, and throw in a non-reptile vet you're you're looking yeah. at very low success so yeah i, um, I agree with that. that puts you in a difficult spot and you know maybe i should have driven to wherever i could find a competent reptile vet but do you have a reptile well. a good reptile vet around you at all or uh, there's one that has some experience with reptiles but you know it's mm. like a lot of the the vets where they have some i yeah i don't know that they're gonna know how to do a surgery you know yeah the, we did our university uh, utah state just announced that we're gonna start a a full veterinary degree program. We have a two by two, you know, two year program here. And then they go to up to um, Washington for the next, the, the, you know, the final two years. Um, but now we're going to have a full four year program at our university. So that means uh, teaching like veterinary hospital cool. in our, in our Valley. And so that'll make, um, veterinary costs come down quite a bit. I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see how the local vets are going to take that because, you know, that's always <laughs> kind of a, a big competition and, and sure. kind of outcompete because you've got people kind of learning techniques, but you also may have some more expertise at a teaching, you know, veterinary hospital where you can get maybe some, uh, people with reptile expertise so yeah i mean i, I think it's definitely it, it, i mean depending upon how you how your practice is structured i could see you you know potentially having a good talent pool to pull from or yeah it's, uh yeah. or it makes competition kind of stiff but yeah um, so we'll see see how it works out but um you know right now the the options are a little slim but. yeah um, yeah, I'm lucky. I, I don't have to. I got Dr. Thomas Boyer out here. He's a. He's oh, a, that's yeah. yeah that's he, nice. he he uh, he's big man, name. He's, and, yeah, he's yeah. the yeah. He's in he's in you know worked with Mater and all those like just you know mm -hmm. he's he's a uh, he's an old school uh, reptile vet. Did did yeah. a lot of work with the San Diego Zoo, and so I'm mm -hmm. I'm lucky to have him around here. But yeah, um, that's cool. But, haven't needed uh, him haven't needed him much yeah. knock on wood but that's good yeah and and that's the you know once you get going there's there's not a ton of you know things that really require a lot of veterinary care so that's yeah. been good haven't had too many issues but um on uh, my my black-headed python should be laying soon i've got a nest box or, or you know for her and she's been inverted quite a yeah. bit lately and um, contorting herself. So hopefully eggs are on the way. I'm, I'm worried that the eggs are going to come when I'm out of town and she won't wrap them up, but of she's kind of remained in her nest box pretty well. So I've, I'm kind of training my daughter on what to look for and she's been checking on her <laughs> these, and excited. So I, I told her just all shall <laughs> contain you. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully if she, you know, lays and she kind of roll, uh, at least kind of wraps them a bit. Um, I may leave her with them until I get back, but 
otherwise I've got my daughter on standby and I told her just FaceTime me and we can work it out. But I taught her how to do it. So we'll see how that goes. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's always seems to happen when I go out of town, there's somebody that's going to lay eggs, but no, that's, I mean, that's like, I feel like that's almost rule of, you know, rule of keeping is like, big stuff happens when you're like on a trip or ready to right. go on a trip and you're like, Oh no, this is going to be horrible. And it yeah. ends up usually being okay. Um, yeah. At yeah, least for me, true. usually, usually it's okay, but it's like, yeah. you know, I'm more stressed than anything else. It's, it just mm-hmm. equals more stress for me, but. Um, and, and you know, Aspidites aren't the best mothers when it comes to eggs. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll just lay them and go, but yeah. So hopefully the humidity within her hide will take care of that. So I tried to, get it get an environment that would be suitable for the eggs in case uh that happens but yeah yeah and then uh have a few i've got a jungle that should be laying soon so i i haven't hatched out jungles for a while where is this what's where does this jungle come from this is the my kind of uh python peat it's the old python peat line okay Mm -hmm. cool cool and uh, mixed in so i've got a is it python peat python peat or it's it's actually the the zebra stuff so i've got a zebra oh, okay. female and a, a python peat uh well actually it's a skunk a skunk flower so one of the skunk line uh-huh like striped type yep. background animals so hopefully i'll get some stripes out of the this one that'd be um, cool out of the pairing some striped zebras would be kind of fun so yeah we'll see what happens but yeah um, yeah, it'd be nice to produce some jungle. What's again. what's the what what's the market like on zebras? Are people I'm, interested in? I have those? no clue. I, I, I don't know yeah. what's going on. Like I'm just like, eh, yeah. if it's normal, okay. But I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I think know. they're well, and and these are going to be nice. You know, nicely yeah. colored zebras, yeah. and I I I don't know. I I mean, I think normal jungles are pro- they're probably not much more than normal jungles, but normal yeah. jungles still sell pretty well. You yeah. know, and, and I plan on holding on to them a little bit, let them color up a little because they always sell better that that's how you do it man i I like watching them grow up and change and get colors and i probably want to hold on to one or two maybe so um yeah you sit there and you say like oh i gotta hold on to these and you're like what am i doing i can't hold on to all these and then you know and it is kind of fun like you know, uh, when I, when I hatched out the, that Andrew hairline that I had and just sending mm. really killer jungles to people and they were just pumped. Like, yeah, they, you yeah. know, it's just like, it's oh like, yeah, you had some nice, I got yeah, some from you. Yeah. Yeah. They just, it just makes people's like, you know, it makes their day, you know? Yeah. So, so I, yeah, hopefully I've got a, an inland or two that'll lay. I'm, I'm, um, not as confident on those, but we'll yeah. see that, you know, I've got them together. I've, I've, I've seen some locks, so that's a good sign. That's good. Things are that's moving good. in the right direction, yeah. but, um, what else? Uh, pygmy python should be laying soon. Some, some other anteresia, uh, cool. Wheat belt stimpsons. Yeah. Things are, things are progressing. So for, before long, I'll have, I'll be up to my eyeballs in, in snakes and lizards. I hope. There you go. That's <laughs> yeah. Good problems to have. I'm really excited about the Agurnia stuff. Hopefully this the spiny tailed skinks produced this year. That'd yeah. be fun to get some of those, maybe the tree skinks. Uh so see what happens. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And and Ben uh told me or he he announced that he's working I think he was on a podcast. What was that? It was it, I listened to him a little while back and um gosh, now that's gonna bother me, but Maybe it was lizard brain radio, uh, something like that. Anyway, Ben announced that he's got a genetic test for, uh, 
you know, reptile genetic services is developing a test for skinks to, no oh, cool. You know, male Sexy and skinks. Yeah. I've collected some shed skins from known sexes and some unknowns to see, you oh know, my God, uh, people's, give it a all test people's, all people's unsex bullshit falls mm-hmm. away. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> so that'll be nice. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm that's cool. To, to see how that works and good and for him. That's if, awesome. Uh, if that happens, I'm, I'm going to be a customer for sure. Oh like yeah, definitely. Those shed skins from the skinks. That'd be nice to be able to sell yeah. sex babies. Yeah. Um, Cause it's even hard when they're adults to know what you mm-hmm. got. You know, I go back and forth on some and, and then you put them with the opposite sex and sometimes they, you know, the behavior is really clear and other times they don't do anything. You're like, yeah. well, what does this mean? You know? Yeah. So exactly. it's tricky. Yeah. So. Exactly. Well, um, how about you? What you got on the reptile front? Um, yeah, still kind of unsure about the Tracier. Just kind of, they're not, you know, I'm just, I mean, you know, um, not really doing, not really doing their behaviors this year like they were. So it might, might be a bust year, uh, for those, but, uh, the, looks like the female coastal that's kept outside is going to lay some eggs this year. So yeah, I went out, she looks like she's probably, uh, uh, close to a prelay shed. So are you um, going to let her maternally incubate? Man, I don't know this, you know, Mm. I feel like, I feel like we could have a show on this, but, um, (laughs) we should, yeah, yeah, we should, we should, shouldn't we? (laughs) Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I am not typically the maternal incubator, um, type but um i mm-hmm. i certainly I, I i i don't know i i don't know i don't know <laughs> well where they're outside and natural yeah. settings you know let her try it out yeah cool i don't to have i guess well, i then guess again i guess you got to pay attention when the babies are due right could they yeah. step out of the enclosure yeah or is the mesh small i mean it's 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 quarter them? it's quarter inch mesh so okay you know yeah, i mean it it, it you know, I'd hate for them to try to get out of it and get yeah. stuck in it or something like that. But that would not but, be fun to go out and see a bunch oh, of God, <laughs> babies would, halfway through the mesh yeah, or something. That'd be horrible, yeah. dude. That'd be, that'd be bad. Freaking but I mean, going through uh, yeah. the meat grinder. I guess they usually hang out for a bit with the female. So maybe they'd be, well, yeah. they kind of disperse, I guess, after they start hatching the female. I mean, I'm sure they're going to go check off, it. But, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. like, so I don't know. We'll uh, see if we get some cool. eggs. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's and that you know if if the if the male's still you know um, plugging with lead, then um, mm-hmm. you know that'll be that'll be a potentially a pretty cool uh, clutch of, of at least lineage stuff from mm-hmm. you know Luke Luke Snell's red line. So oh, that'd cool. be kind of cool. Um, Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I know I know Eric had said he would be interested in something. Oh you yeah, because uh, his red line comes from from that that uh, that Snell red line. So yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how everything else goes. I'm usually the overly pessimistic type about stuff. I mean, it doesn't look yeah. horrible with other stuff, but you know, I, I always get faked out until the end where I'm like, Oh mm-hmm. no, 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 it's good. It's good. It's definitely good. Like, so, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, I think that's everybody. Yeah. 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 So, um, but, but not, you know, like this, this year is definitely, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a bust with the Tracy A just because the, the females bit, but you know, I mean, I don't know. We, we had, we had some, some, uh, weather events and, and, you know, the female was just like cruising around the cage and wasn't like, you know, it was very like, Oh, what are you doing? This is not, 
this is not what you're supposed to be doing. And, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, I, I, she's in a, she's in her nest box now hanging out and, you know, I, I kind of peeked my head in there, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, you know, she's kind of in that in-between where I'm like, okay, could be something going on here, but maybe not, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? I just, I just yeah. kind of am like, okay, well, it's going to be what it's going to be. Okay, fine. You know, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm rooting for you. I think a lot of people are. So thanks, man. Yeah. It, cool. I mean, it really would be nice. And I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one more clutch and I'll, I'll start giving people animals. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be, a well, then I'm sure a lot more just started rooting for you too. <laughs> <laughs> Good so. stuff. All right. Well, should we, should we start fighting? Yeah, let's fight. Fight, 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 okay. fight, fight, fight. So I guess as a little introduction, we're going to talk about mental health. So this was a topic that was suggested by somebody <laughs> and I, it came I apologize. Through, it came through Eric. Somebody uh, talked to oh, it was through Eric, Eric. Burke. You know. That's what I, why I couldn't find it. I was looking yeah, on yeah. all our messages and stuff, trying to figure out where this idea came from. So I guess if, oh my gosh. If it was, hey, 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 <laughs> if it was I'm your idea over here, <laughs> if it was your idea, um, let us know. We can give you credit or maybe, uh, yeah. yeah, but anyway, thank you for your suggestions. And we've got, we've been getting some really nice suggestions from, from, uh, some, some of the listeners. So that's, uh, been nice. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about mental health and kind of how, um, reptile keeping can contribute, uh, positively or, or negatively to our mental health. So I think this is an important topic and, and, you know, I think you need to, um, watch for kind of some of the, the stressors or things that, that can negatively impact your, your mental health while, when keeping reptiles. So we're going to kind of discuss the, the pros and cons of, of reptile keeping and, and mental health. So it definitely can make you go Edward Norton. (laughs) That's right. So we'll, we'll try a little, little fight club reference for anybody. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you ready to call the, the task on period. Yeah, you know I mean, it's be. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Ready? You're, okay, go for it. Tails. Oh, it's heads. See, you, but uh, did you throw it extra high this time? I don't. Uh, you I did. might you have. Totally I, I might did. Have. <laughs> you totally did. You totally did. That see? was subconscious. I'm no, sure. No, it was not. Well, I told you. I gave you the game. You gave me. I gave you the game. So it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just wanted you to know what power I have in the coin toss right now. It's, All right. It's not All only right. will I win, but I'll let you know how to win. Yeah. Okay. Well. um, Man, I don't, I, I guess I, I'm pretty okay discussing either side. I think there's good Well, you won, so times. pick. I'll take the negative impacts. The negative impacts. Yeah. So I'm taking so the positive, positive impacts impact of, of keeping, keeping reptiles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And, you know, based on the tradition you've said, I'll, oh, I'll let you God. go first. All right. <laughs> so well. What you got? You know, I mean, I think as reptile keepers, we can all hopefully see some of the positive impacts of keeping reptiles. I think uh, it gives you an appreciation for, you know, all, all different forms of animals and, and reptiles being so different from from humans and, and other mammals. It kind of gives you a, an, a, you know, a different perspective. Uh, it, it kind of makes, or at least for me, it makes me more kind of inquisitive about, you know, 
um, form and function uh, of biology, you know, through mm-hmm. time and, you know, how, how, you know, how kind of the, the, how we got here story. Um, it, you know, it definitely brightens my mental when I see, you know, my lizards doing something kind of interesting or fun or watching them, watching their behaviors um, or just, you know, like, when I've get a, you know, my diamonds shed out and it's just like, Oh man, that is fucking awesome right there. You know, just, just beautiful, beautiful things to, you know, just stuff that is, you know, awesome and majestic and we can have, you know, in our, in our, in our, in, in our life and in our, in our house and, and, you know, we can interact with it and, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just, it just, uh, can, can be a, a, a different, positive experience i think everybody you know most of the world is familiar with the dogs and the cats and the you know the mammals and the but you know to have a unique experience um with what you know is considered exotic uh by by a majority of other people is is you know something to me that's like a really you know uh, I think most people would look at it like, oh, that's, whoa, what? No, you keep snakes in your house. Like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's a, it's for me, it's a boost for my mental. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I mean, obviously this is probably not going to be a, a true fight because I think, you know, we both share. Uh, God damn, man, you're giving <laughs> up the goods right out the gate. <laughs> um, Kumbaya obviously, comes at the end. It obviously comes at I, the I, end. Keep, I keep reptiles and I, and I enjoy it thoroughly. And it does that for me too. I mean, my, my Instagram's just pictures of pretty snakes and, and, and lizards and other animals in, in nature, you know, even just landscapes do my heart good, you know, uh, do really good for my mental health, but definitely there are aspects of keeping reptiles that, that can really, uh, test your, you know, fortitude, I guess, or your mental health. And, and sometimes, you know, it can even push you over the edge to where you just don't want to keep anymore. And so I think this is more of a, a, debate on you know things to watch out for things to look for and and in regards to to keeping reptiles and maintaining a good level of mental health now i think one thing that you know a lot of new keepers uh experience when they start keeping reptiles is can can come from you know uh the other older keepers that have been doing it for a long time they want to get in but sometimes the groups are a little snooty or like oh you're you're just a newbie you can't keep this this is way beyond your you know capacity and so i think it turns off a lot of people uh to to keeping reptiles when they try they're all excited about a group of reptiles and they come in and try to find people who have that like interest like uh interest and then they find them and then the the those people are jerks to them you know and they're just i like, find uh, i call that the caponetto <laughs> oh <laughs> shots fired i'm sure he's a big listener to our show i bet he's not <laughs> yeah i think the last time i talked to him anyway yeah, we, yeah. was it great was it a great experience <laughs> no it was not <laughs> anyway we, we um i so i think you know if you're coming to the into the hobby you know make sure you have a, a little bit of a thick skin but also if you've been in the hobby for a while you know let's let's be a little more welcoming and and you know kind to those i'm sorry i'm sorry andrew 
Better, better, better. <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, Damage done. You're okay there. <laughs> no, you're, you're okay. Shit. <laughs> he, he he deserves what he what he gets. I think. All right. Um. All right. But anyway, so yeah, let's let's be more welcoming. I'm, my bad. Yeah. 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 That was. <laughs> oh, that was that played in perfectly. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, I mean there are definitely personalities in the reptile keeping. And I think they almost do it on purpose because oh, they have sure. that attitude of, well, you know, any press is good press. And, and so they, they, and inf- they're and, inflammatory on purpose. And look, we know people who live in chaos, right? They thrive yeah. off the chaos. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, I feel like, you know, uh, all shapes and sizes we get here and, you know, those people mm-hmm. are not necessarily good for your mental health. Like if you, yeah. you know, that there's people if you who engage just, with them or try to fight yeah. them or try to argue with people online. Yeah. I mean, uh, Facebook arguments are pretty much pointless. You know, any, any online arguments are pointless because you're not going to change anybody's mind and it just makes you look bad to half the people that, you know, know yeah. you or something. It, it just doesn't end well. And I no. have learned that the hard way because I like to engage it once in a while, you know? And so, sure. but yeah, that's, that's something that, definitely contributes negatively to mental health. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I'm fairly, I think it's fairly safe to say that I was known as an instigator at, at some point. <laughs> you? And, you? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my goodness. No. And, and I mean, it, you know, I, I try <laughs> to, it's so, it's so, it's so, so, uh, so, you know, I mean, I, I get it. It's just one of those things where, uh, you know, you, you can't, uh, you can't let, you can't let, uh, other people influence you, your mental health when it comes to, you know, reptiles and, and, you know, the drama and all the, you know, I'll be honest, like that was one of the reasons why I slimmed down my collection and kind of stepped away from, Mm -hmm. you know, doing a lot of carpets and stuff like that. Cause it was just such a, and which my fault for getting caught up in it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you just, if you can just, you know, and, and it was cool. Like I, I stepped away for a little bit and, you know, like, I, I would say my headspace wasn't good when, when I had, you know, yeah. a, a lot of animals and was just over people's fucking bullshit. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm fucking done with this. I'm fucking done. Fuck this shit. And, <laughs> you know, I maybe had, I had my Tracier and then I had those coastals and I didn't really have too much else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah back through those animals i helped that helped those you know the tracy helped really reconnect me with keeping reptiles and saying like okay you know what no this is something i enjoy this is something i want to do and you know the working with it you know like i get something out of it and and i think when you get turned off and your mental space is bad um you know you, you 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 can push away from those reptiles and, and you're doing the minimum you're not engaging like you 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 used to but if you can find your way back into that you it helps you reconnect with like oh my god these are amazing oh my god i get so much out of this oh my gosh you know and and then yeah. you're kind of like ah oh, man i and you know i feel like what i'm saying is probably something that everybody's experienced if you've done this long enough where you're like, ah, oh, I had to step away for a while to, to like catch my breath and realize how much I still enjoy this, how much I still really want to do this. And I want to be fair to the animals. And I think, you know, obviously everybody's going to have a negative headspace and, 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 you know, negative mental health at some point in their life. Sure. Bar none, yeah. bar none. I mean, everybody. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, doing what you have to do to keep your headspace positive 
no shame in that game, right? You know, don't yep. don't bite the damn bullet. Uh, you know, if, if things are bad, and just keep pushing a bad, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, making things worse by that, right? Like, do what yeah. you have to do, and and I yeah. think you know, I think a lot of people will see that 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 the community's out there to support. Um, you know, and, and there's, you know, there, there's definitely people who, who are your friend and, and do care about you. Um, and you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's still people out there who are like, don't give a shit about you, but because you have animals, they give a shit about you. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's, that's, that, that that's happens. the way, that's the way some of it is, but yeah. there are really people who are out there who are your friend and who are really down for you. And I think, you know, those are people who will help you out if you're, if you're mm-hmm. kind of in that spot where it's like, I can't do this anymore, you know? And, and, and I think that's the, you know, being able to say that you're not in a good place because of, for whatever reason, however you got there, right? Because the monotony of keeping reptiles is a difficult thing, right? Yeah. And I, I think that leads me to my next topic is that, you know, a lot of people, when they get into reptiles, they're so excited because there's so many cool reptiles that they just start buying, 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 you know? And I, I remember when I first started, I, you know, I started with bearded dragons cause I saw a, a female bearded dragon that was gravid, you know, digging at a pet shop. And so I bought her and she took her home and she laid eggs and I hatched out those eggs and sold them back to the pet shop. And I'm like, wow, you know, you can keep these animals and make <laughs> a little money on the side. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, a, and so, so I'm like, oh, if one bearded dragon can do this. So then I bought a male from the same shop and then I got, um, then I was looking all over for bearded dragons and I found this, uh, person selling a group of them and i bought those and then i brought them home and i'm like oh what are these little red things crawling on them you know it's like Mm. then i had to deal with mites for the first time and that was not enjoyable and then um i um i i put i didn't quarantine the collection you know the new animals and so i just put them all together and after i took care of the mites but then they had other internal parasites that spread to everybody and then nobody was breeding you know so i had a maybe a a year or two of really good production out of out of a couple females and then all of a sudden nothing and then they yeah and then they started kind of dying one by one and it was just like Oh man, you know, I, maybe I dove into this too fast or I got the, and, and I think that a lot of times that goes along with the dollar signs in your eyes. You know, if you, if you're, if you're trying, if you're keeping animals because you like them and they're interesting and they're cool and you, you know, you can't get enough of them, that's one thing. But if you're saying, Ooh, I can make money doing this, you know, a lot of times that just doesn't work out because as we all know, you know, in, in the reptile world, if you want to make a million dollars, start with $2 million, you know, in reptiles and you'll, you'll get to that million dollars real quick. Um, so not to say that you can't make a living out of it, but there's a lot of compromises that you need to make to, to make that happen. Well, those people who make a living out of it are professionals right yeah like they, yeah. they they have gone and they through, didn't start out that way no yeah, they've exactly. gone through all they, this they, and they, found they, their... they probably started out just like you did yeah with exactly. with uh, oh my gosh i can do this and then mm-hmm. realize oh my gosh there's gigantic pitfalls that mm-hmm. i didn't even realize were associated with this and that everybody has to learn the hard way right and yeah and and that's you know i mean i, I think you know, it, it, that is what it is, right? Like you, you, yep. you have to learn somehow and, and hopefully, it, you know, it's great to learn by others mistakes, but oftentimes people learn through their own mistakes. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would just say, you know, that the kind of the bottom line of that is trying to 
breed animals and, and, and just doing it for money, just getting those dollar signs in your eyes that, that generally, <laughs> you know, leads to negative mental health. And, and if you just appreciate the animals for what they are and you love them, you keep them, you know, a lot of times the, the money will follow in some, some way. You're not going to be rich by any stretch of the imagination, but you'll be able to pay for the food and, you know, housing and stuff like that of, of your animals. And, you know, it's kind of a hobby that kind of pays for itself. Unless but. you spend 20 grand on Bolins and reproduce them, that's good for your <laughs> mental health. Yeah. Yeah. If you can reproduce, but, but if you spend 20 grand and one of them dies, then you're like, Oh, well, now that is not, grand. Good I have a 20 grand, health. you know, pet, uh, that that's, that's a little rough. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you got to be able to fully consider losing all of your money. There, there's no such thing as a reptile investment. You know, that's kind of a silly, silly thing. I think we've concocted in this, uh, you know, kind of pyramid scheme idea of reptile breeding. Um, and, I think we've kind of gone a little bit off the rails that way uh, as a, you know, herpetoculturist. Um, so I think it would be nice to you know get back on the rails and consider that in your mental health uh, mm -hmm. formula. Don't, don't equate animals with money and you'll probably be better off in regards to mental health. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely don't disagree with that. I mean, I think there is a monetary, you know, factor in all that that you're not getting away from but I I, I take your point and I totally agree with it you know I, I think uh if you're you know primarily doing it for the things that make you you know that that, that interest you and make you happy um that's going to give you the most positive mental outlook on it you know what I mean versus mm -hmm. you're going after something because you know it's fucking cool on Instagram or you heard you can make a million dollars from Bob Clark by breeding big you know what i mean like it's yeah. that's that's yeah. a hollow that will always be a hollow pursuit because it's not your thing like your mm -hmm. thing doing your thing will always be a fruitful endeavor even if you struggle with it um and you know there's there's people who have gone into fruitful you know uh, their own endeavors and struggled and succeeded and man so that's so you know such a such an amazing feeling for them, right? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think I can think of an example of a somebody who just is wealthy that doesn't really care about reptiles that gets into breeding reptiles and and stays very long. You yeah, know? no, this is, no. you know, I I think in in some ways there's there's a lot of things about our hobby that make a lot of people kind of go what you know, and and mm -hmm. I think if you don't have the staying power, if you don't really care about the animals, you're not going to stick around because there's not a lot of you know that that, that money's not easy to come by. It yeah. requires a lot of work and and a mm -hmm. lot of caring about living creatures and stuff. And, you know, sometimes the importers can get away with it because they're just bringing stuff in and, and, you know, a lot of that may die. And, and sometimes they have to have a little bit of a thick skin. We've talked about that on previous episodes, but, sure. um, you know, if it, captive breeding of, of animals, you, you really have to be in it for the animals rather than the money or you'll have no staying power, yeah. you know? Well, so. and, and, and really big kudos to, you know, people like the bells and like people who do it big, but do it really, really well. Cause that's mm -hmm. not easy. That's tough. No. And, yeah. and there are very few that can do that. Yeah. You know, the and, market won't support that. And they're, and they're obviously, many. I mean, they're, you know, they're not struggling through misery with their collections. Mm -hmm. They're happy, healthy, you know, they're, they're people who are living their dreams. And so, yeah. you know, it's not to say that you can't, you know, you can't have a big collection and, and have, you know, a great mental outlook on it and do it well. And you can, it's just, you sure. know, it, yeah. it, it's it, it, 
it, it all depends. It all depends on you. You know what I mean? It's about mm-hmm. the person and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and where they're at and, and, you know, just, just, I don't know, you know, it's just like y- you can find yourself in a funk, uh, or you, you know, like whatever it, life, life happens to people too. Sure. You know? So yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. kind of a, you know, but it's not something, you know, just like, in in kind of american culture mental health is kind of a a taboo thing uh, we don't talk about it you know as as mm-hmm. as uh warrior class american men we just you know oh well, there's nothing wrong with me i march on ha 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 you know especially like, the over 40 crowd like us yeah you know, for sure like, absolutely yeah. absolutely that was not it's not cool to you know it's not cool to talk about Whine mental, about, mental yeah. issues yeah. it's like uh-huh. fucking you know Walk Pull yourself it off, up man. by your yeah. bootstraps and yeah, yeah, walk, get, walk yeah, it deal off, with kid. it. Yeah. 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 I think, I think that's been a, a nice thing about the, the day and age that we live in now is that that's looked at as more, you know, and I, and I think it's in, it's on the increase with all the social media and all the pressure that kids feel these days being sure. constantly under the microscope. Back in our day, there was nobody, you know, it was, it was uh, not that that was not an issue for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think, well, and I mean, you know, I think we're, we're seeing, we're seeing, um, you know, in our society, some of the ills of, I mean, obviously mental health is not something that's, you know, you could get me on a tirade about guns, gun control and things like that. I, I think mental health is, is, a, is, is probably the, the bigger problem because there's other countries that have plenty of guns that don't have the mental health issues that america does and they don't oh by the way they don't have the violence that america does so mental health plays a huge role in all aspects uh including keeping reptiles you know it's it's a you know it 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 permeates our society as far as some of the ills that we suffer um Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's um, I, another another thing that you know new keepers often do is they they get so excited about so many different animals and they just start buying things you know kind of willy nilly and mm-hmm. and a lot of times then you want your wait oh I I realize that I really like this group and I want to focus or or maybe you like a diverse collection and, and you know that could be something that that benefits you positively but I think a lot of times people get in over their heads really quickly. And, uh, I would recommend kind of starting out slow to some extent, especially if you're going to look at breeding animals or, or just get a few and keep them just to see if you like them. Cause it's a lot mm-hmm. easier to, to sell a single animal than to try to move a breeding group if you, you know, you don't really like it. And, and so, and you know, there it's, it's honest to say that, you know, you, you might see something and think it looks cool and think, Ooh, I want to keep that. And you get it. And it's like, this is not what I was expecting. You know, they're Mm -hmm. every time I hold them, they take a crap on me or they, you know, they bite me and, and I don't enjoy that. So I don't enjoy this animal anymore. And then that animal maybe sits or gets neglected or, or, you know, less attention paid to it where, where there might be somebody that's dying to keep that animal. And they know I can't wait to get crapped on. Exactly. There's like Owen, you know, he loves, he loves those big on on me, please. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, not that Owen listens, but you know, we can use him as an example on here. Um, it's, he's, he's an easy example because he's the go-to. He he, He he can't argue with what we say. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So, um, you know, there's, there's 
plenty of people that would, would love to have that animal or, 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 or in the same stage of that, you know, do I like it? Do I not like it? You know? So again, you know, I wouldn't buy too many up too quickly, you know, get some, give them, give them a, a, a good setup, be prepared for them, do your research, that kind of thing before you just start buying things. Or if something looks flashy or cool at a show, you know, research it because there's chances, chances are that you, you'll be able to find it, especially if it's under, you know, $500 or something. You'll, there's probably a lot of people that have that same animal because chances are it's an import or that lots of people are breeding it and producing it. So, you know, there's no, huge rush on it, I suppose. Um, you can take the time to do your research and figure out, you know, if this is the animal for you. So, and if you didn't and you bought a bunch of animals and you're in over your head, that's okay. Cause you're not alone. Most people end up doing that. So, you know, as long as, as long as you're, you know, cognizant of that, if you realize you've made a mistake, just say, okay, I got in too far too fast and do the right thing and say like, okay, I do like this. I don't like this. And, you know, find, you know, sell those projects, find other homes mm -hmm. for them, move them on so that, you know, somebody else can either decide, oh, this project is for me or this project is not for me. Uh, because, but if it's obviously not for you, don't hold on to it. Like it's not, you know, it's not going to work out good for you. It's not going to work out good for, the animals, like if, if it, if it doesn't, you know, if it's not, if, if you're not getting anything out of it in the end, the animal will suffer for it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, yeah. ultimately if you're providing the care and you stop caring, that's not going to be a good outcome. So, you know, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, you know, um, you know, Justin, your point is well taken, but at the same time, like it happens to everybody, everybody goes in, fast and furious with reptiles because they're so cool there there's so many you're so right in in everything you said but at the same time you know it, it, you have to you know like like don't just do it because you're like oh i did all this stuff this is my fault i bear the burden of this i'm gonna hold on to these don't do that don't do that sure. it's okay yeah. like there's no yeah. there's no shame in making that mistake and everybody makes that mistake so there's no you know like again i think people you know, when they get in a bad headspace, they're having, um, you know, rough thoughts or whatever. They want to take it on themselves, like maybe some in some way they did it or somehow, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it, 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 it's not the it's not about it's not about the blame or whose responsibility is or, or whatever. It's about doing what, what is best for managing your your mental health, your collection, doing what's best mm -hmm. for the animals. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of things factor into that. And I, and I would say, you know, a lot of that is like, oh, I paid this much for it and I really need to get that money back because I don't have a lot of money right now or times are tight and I can't afford to feed it. And, and if I, you know, uh, just take a step back, look at it in the grand scheme of things. You know, if you paid a couple I, hundred I bucks give, for it, what, if I need to give, if I, if I need to give an animal away, I will yeah. give an animal. I would, exactly. like, I don't, I don't buy Find any somebody. project. <laughs> I don't buy any project that I couldn't turn around and give to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's, because that's something it, to keep in mind. Just, yeah, you can move it on. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it it's, it's, it, it's absolutely more important to me to, to make sure that if, if, if it's not working, if it's not good, if it's mm -hmm. not, you know, if it's not something that I, you know, like I can do or deal with, I would rather move that animal on for nothing and eat the expense, mm -hmm. you know, hook somebody else up. 
uh, who's who will totally do a great job with that or hopefully do a great job with that because I know I'm not going to give it my all because, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't it. You know, my expectation didn't match out and I don't want the animal to suffer for that. So I'll eat it because it's just money. Yeah. It's just yeah. money. Yeah. Fuck the money. And, and, Who know, cares? Yeah. It's, it's about the animal, not about the money. So, and, and you know, that's, that's that $20,000 for a Bolin's Python is fucking retarded. <laughs> okay. I, I can't deal well, with that. I, I, yeah, we, we, we've covered that one, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you see yeah, what I'm no, saying? You're right. You get, yeah. you, you get the point that I'm making. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you're going to buy Bolin's, you have to really appreciate that and understand that you could easily lose that animal and be out you know, 10 grand, just like that. So if you're going to do that, you know, make sure you're prepared mentally for that <laughs> potential outcome. Cause you never know what's going to happen. You know, that's, that would be depression right the there. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, that's dealing with animals. You're going to have animals that die and that can be a, a blow. I mean, every time you go in the reptile room, you're like, Oh, you know, or, or where that animal was housed. You're like, Oh, I reminded of, of that painful experience. And, and so, you know, you do have to kind of let things go and focus on the things that are still alive and that, you know, still need your care and, and attention and, and, uh, keep, keep up the, you know, the husbandry, um, don't, don't give up the <laughs> completely because you have an animal that dies because that's, that's gotta be expected in, in the hobby. You know, you've sure. got to expect, uh, those well, things dis- to occur. disappointment is part of reptile breeding. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like you, I said, I, mean, I just lost four of my, or five of my seven eggs and, and, you know, I've, I'm down to two. So, you know, if I was planning on making a lot of money off that clutch or something, that just, you know, that just got cut in thirds or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but since I know it's not about the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be happy if anything hatches, you know, yeah. I'm always right. excited about a snake that hatches. It's always the, you know, the, the best part to me, but yeah. Then, then again, I keep them all, so I have a hard time selling them. So I know that's <laughs> I my problem put too. Up ads like a, and I have update my website. <laughs> I, I, I have stuff I need to, to I need to get out that I just yeah. I just am like too busy to put up ads. Or I mean, it's all my excuse, but yeah, well, no, I, I completely uh, you know that's that's my my thing too. I yeah, I I enjoy the animals, and and frankly, I mean, I don't need to sell them. I've yeah. got the space for them, and I and enjoy keeping them. So that's okay if I hold on to them a little longer and i want to make sure they're ready and good to go and that mm-hmm. kind of thing so yeah i i did actually sell some animals this week so that was did kind you of a, <laughs> mm. yeah and it, it is good to move you know move some of the animals on and, and replace them with the things that are going to be hatching out soon because i'll yeah, i'll be up, sure. like i said i'll be up to my eyebrows with stuff pretty soon so yeah anyway that's uh, part of it you know and and i think a lot of people are great with animals but maybe aren't that great with business and so when they buy an expensive project and they think okay i'm gonna make a lot of money and then it comes time to sell them and they put up ads and they're like oh they don't just sell because you put up an ad you know like you gotta kind of work it you gotta be calling people on the phone and you know that kind of thing it's it's a little harder than just saying, oh, I produce these animals. Everybody's going to be knocking down my door to get them. And that can be a little depressing you know, when you when you go to sell them and realize that nobody cares about you because you're you haven't you don't have a proven track record. They don't know if they can trust sending money to you, if you'll be able to send them the animal, if you're going to. Uh, put it in a dirty sock and ship it to them, you know, without a insulation or a heat pack, you know, there's a lot of things that, that could happen. And, you know, so it's, it, it is a, a deal of uh, a, a trust 
you know, thing. Um, and, and to get that reputation, you have to kind of go through the ringer a little bit. And that's another reason why it's probably better to kind of start out slow, demonstrate you have a track record. I can breed these animals, but I can also, you know, provide good customer service or help people and, and sell them, you know, for a reasonable amount or whatever, and, you know, get a, get a good reputation that way. So it's, it's more than just producing the animals. No, hundred percent hard to take sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get on that phone and mutton chop it up once in a while. <laughs> Call people, talk to them about it. You oh know? yeah. <laughs> yep. There's a, there's a great example of a salesman. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, and he does, yeah. he does. I mean, like oh, that's, yeah. that's how you well, do he studies it. sales. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, but, books on sales and, and things. but you know, he, he has great animals. He calls people, he talks mm-hmm. to them. I mean, he knows, Oh man, you should pair that with this. I have this, I have that, you know, like, he, I mean, yep. you know, he, he, he's, he, he's, he's a salesman, but he's also, you know, looking out for people. So, Oh, have you thought about this? Have you thought, you know, like, what about that? Like, da, 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 yeah. you know, like, so, yeah. I mean, that, that's part of it. And, you know, I know everyone gives him a hard time and, and that's, that's, that's fair. He deserves it a little bit, but you know, <laughs> he, he, he is, he's truly about his business and he's truly about carpet pythons and he, you know, he's doing good. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's been doing, will be doing and, and does good, good stuff for, for a carpet, you know? So I, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, hats off to him, you know? Yeah. I always just bust his chops though. Oh, he doesn't listen either. So. I know. <laughs> so, I yeah. know. We can he, say whatever we want, right? He hears. He hears. <laughs> yeah, he has a good grapevine. And that's yeah. another thing about being connected, you know. And and I, you know, I I I'd go back to having a good support base, like making good friends in the reptile community. That does I mean, having you as a co-host on this <gasps> on this podcast is what? I mean, it makes it so much easier and so much more what? enjoyable. So yeah, it's uh, hats off to you, man. Thanks, you man. Hats off to of you too. So it's, it's it's been very enjoyable experience. You know? I try. I know sometimes I'm a little much. I'm hard <laughs> no, to take that's, sometimes. That's, that's what brings the spice to the podcast. It was I, just me. People would be falling asleep. I'm listen, sure. I try <laughs> to keep it caliente for people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that fiery attitude. That's yeah. A, that's a, yeah. But try yeah, to be fun. So. Try to be and, fun. And I mean, other than that, you've been a great friend for a lot of years, you know, and, and I've, and I think, you know, the, those are maybe hard to find sometimes, you know, sure. making those real connections and, and having good, true friends that aren't just, uh, you know, oh, I, I like them cause they have a nice snake, but you know, that, that are actually care about you and, you know, yeah. give you a call once in a while and things. No, so it's, it's, I mean, it's, I, one of you the know, best things about yeah, this hobby. You, you, you're yeah. one of my good friends. Like we, we yeah. definitely talk about way more than just reptiles. So, yeah, um, yeah, and it's, exactly. you know, and I wouldn't say that we're exact view things exactly the same way. We agree on mm-hmm. quite a few things, but you sure. know, definitely there's some major differences. So it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great, you know, it's a great, uh, I, I love, I love reptiles because, because of the diversity and the difference in, in, personality and people that you meet and you know it's just i don't know it's it's such a it's such a great community of people and you know it's such a uh you know to to do this to be around long term to you know be involved in reptiles for the long haul you know it, it it's not easy to do and and i think um you know, hats off to everybody that I know that's still around. And, and, you know, it's just, it's good. It's, it's a, you know, it's something that had I, when I got all 
you know, disgruntled about the way, you know, social media and the popularity contest was. And I'd have just been like, I'm shutting down that part of my life, not doing it anymore. You know, I would have, I, I, you know, I'm glad I came back and I'm glad, you know, it's like, man, this is definitely such a a worthwhile endeavor. And, and, you know, you think, man, you remember all those people that used to be on MP forum that just Mm -hmm. are, you know, like you, you you don't really realize it until you're like, what about this person? You're like, Oh yeah. What about them? Right? Like, (laughs) yeah, I remember that. You remember this part? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know? And, and so there's so many people that have moved on and I just, you know, I definitely value and, um, really, really like all of the, the people that have kind of been around and stuck it out. And, and, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if nothing else, Chuck and Justin care. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yeah. So now it's all Kumbaya club. There you go. There we go. There we go. Well, let me find something else that's negative. No, (laughs) just doing my part here, but, um, I have just turned into brother, brother love right now. That's, there you go. Yeah. I ran, I ran into uh, one of the local, local guys at the reptile show and he's, he's, you know, I've, I've, uh, vended a lot of the same reptile shows as him for many years. And, um, really he produces some really nice ball pythons and stuff. Nice. And, and, and I hadn't seen him at a, at the show for, uh, you know, a couple times. Uh, and, uh, I saw him, I'm like, and he was just like walking through, not vending. And I'm like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Why aren't you vending? He's like, Oh, I got a, like a Nido outbreak and, and like it killed off most of his collection. Sucks. And he was like in the, you know, pits of despair. Every time he yeah. goes into his reptile room, there's like another dead snake or something and there's nothing he can do to really stop it other than isolate the ones that he knows mm-hmm. are positive. And, and so he just watched his whole, you know, the, all that work trying to get the collection he had and all those kind of things, and just watching it all go down the drain, you know, yeah, just that's, I mean, that, that, that is the nightmare right there. That's yeah. it. That's the nightmare yep. right there. It's yep. just like, there's no, there's no upside to that ever yep. at all. Anyway, like mm-hmm. recipe for depression for sure. Yeah. And, and I mean, and, and when it gets to that point, that's really a difficult choice yeah, you have to make. You absolutely. Know? And do you keep going on or do you rebuild or how do you deal with that? You know, yeah. so that's something to think about, you know, be prepared and have kind of a support system that you can rely on to, to get you through. If, if that, you know, happens and, and that's, you know, definitely not something fun to think about, but it's something nope. that needs to be considered working with live animals. You know, things can go bad. Things yep. can go wrong. And, For sure. Uh, so make sure you're bringing in healthy stuff from trusted sources, but you know, do the best you can. Doesn't... That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, exactly. I mean, you know, every precaution and I, I guarantee that guy feels like it was his fault because he probably felt like, Oh, I, I, I should have done this. Yeah. I could have done that. I didn't do this. And yeah. you don't know until everything in your, you know, in your collection is kicking off one by one. And you're like, ah, yeah. this is, you know, it's just like a slow dreadful downhill slide like and, and i'm not saying you know you have to like be be okay with that or be happy about it you know you can still feel upset yeah, and of course sure. you know obviously that's going to make you upset to to lose a- any animals uh, yeah. especially if it's a large part of a collection um but you know if if you if you know that you're not the kind of person that can handle that 
maybe don't get a collection of 200 animals or yeah. you know, maybe stay smaller or, or just have a few animals in really nice setups that you can enjoy and not have to worry about selling animals or worry about outbreaks of disease and things like that. Well, you know, and I mean, a small look, collection is much more manageable. Listen, two clutches a year and 10 clutches a year are totally different things. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And, and you can get just as much enjoyment out of two clutches a year as you can 10. Sure. Yeah. So, you and, know, and that, not that everybody idea, needs to be a breeder. Not yeah. everybody needs to yeah. be a professional. You know, yeah. you can have a very small collection and only breed a couple clutches, like you said, and, and everything's hunky dory. And I, I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, that whole like idea that I keep the Terry, the Terry Phillip way kind of, you know, doesn't always help me, you know, be as efficient as I can. It's, it's kind of funny. I stick mm-hmm. those coastals outside pretty much the first year and boom, you know, they're, they're breeding and looks like she's gravid again, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, ah, yeah. okay, well, there you go. But I don't, you know, like, like in my normal room, the stuff is like, yeah, you know, like some mm-hmm. stuff does better than others, but it's not, you know, and that's okay with me. Like, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not in it to like make eggs every year and do like, you know, it's like, I, I enjoy it. Like, ah, getting eggs is awesome, but I don't yeah. want to do, I don't want to do, you know, like I'm already producing enough gecko eggs that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is kind of a lot. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and and they're so consistent and it's great. I, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like, and they're easy, you know, they're not hard. Sure. Um, yeah. and, I, and they all are, have the same care requirements and like, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of housing and feeding. If you're feeding, you know, if you're feeding five, but it, now you're feeding 20, what's the big, you know, it's yeah. not that much yeah. more work. So, yeah. you know, like I, you know, to me, it's like, okay, this is good. This is manageable for me, but I don't have to produce anything. I don't care about that anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, so. Yeah. That's, that's a nice place to be, I think, you know, so yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I, I always feel like I have better. too many animals. I need to get rid of some, but then it comes down to get rid, rid of some. And I'm like, oh, I'm attached to all these. Yeah, I can't really, for sure. You know, so well, and I, I it, mean, it I, becomes a little tricky. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, most anybody, who who's has a decent sized collection probably feels a little bit like you do, you know, like, mm-hmm. well, what yeah. am I going to get rid of? Oh gosh, I couldn't do that. I don't know, man. I'm, mm-hmm. so, I'm very attached to that, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's well, tricky. You got a lot of pets then, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, well, uh, any, anything else to add? What other really great things or can, or can boost your, happiness and herpetoculture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, no, I, I just think that, you know, being cognizant of, of, um, where you're at and, 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 you know, what you're doing and, and think, really think about it and just, you know, um, do what makes you happy. I, I don't, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's a magic thing and, you know, you can't tell anybody, um, where the, where the line is or, um, you know yeah. what to do. It, it's everybody's, it's your, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's like your, your own hero's journey, man. You got to figure mm-hmm. out your own path and you can't look at other people's path because their path isn't your path. And you have to figure out what your path is to walk, you know, to walk your path. And and people who, who live genuinely happy lives, walk their own path. They find their own bliss. So, yeah. you know, you just have to be able to do that. Yeah. That's, I mean, I guess that's a struggle in life anyway, is just, figuring out who you are.
Yeah. Um, I guess the bottom yeah. line is do, you know, do what's good for your yeah. mental health and uh, know yourself and, and, but, but think about the things that we've talked about tonight and consider those things. And, you know, hopefully that'll help you down the road. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely feel like you're, you know, it, it, you, people may take it like it's selfish uh, to, to put your mental health in front of, I, I personally think your mental health is the most important thing in, in, in the whole thing. Cause if, if your mental health is not good, your animals are going to suffer because of it. So, you know, do what you got to do to keep your mental health good. Uh, and, and that will lead to, to better outcomes is, is kind of how I feel, you know, for sure. Um, Having, having kind of been through a little bit of it myself and, you know, I, I, um, I, I empathize with anybody who, you know, feels overwhelmed or, 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 or maybe is struggling a little bit with like their collection. Uh, I, I know exactly what that's like. And uh, there's no, you know, I, I, I not, a, you know, people don't talk about it, but it, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's all, it's all over the place, man. And so there's no shame in the game. There's none, yeah. zero. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, um, we'll put a shout out to the Morelli Python uh, radio network and uh, the Podfather and all his uh, buddies. <laughs> uh, check out MoreliaPythonsRadio.com uh, for all of the information you could need. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, and the Herpaholics Network that's going to be getting together here pretty soon. <laughs> Excited for that. Heck yeah, that'll be fun to herp with the Podfather and yeah. Rob and the crew. That'll be good. Oh, I know. It'll be fun. It'll be good times. Yeah. We'll have to force them to record something, you know, all that good stuff. From yeah. The field. That, well, Owen won't be there. Owen is the resistance. That's true. That's true. He, is the, so. he is the resistor in that circuit. <laughs> I think they're pretty single-minded, though, when we're out there. I, yeah. Well, I, and I brought that's it up fair, at the right? last trip, and you they're know, like, no thanks. Yeah. 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 No, so no, maybe no. we won't, but we'll I see. Feel, well, and I feel see bad for Eric because he, he lives his life editing podcasts, you know yeah, what I mean? That's true. And herping that's is true. like, listen, Justin, by the way, I am taking a break from editing podcasts right now. <laughs> yeah. So I get that. Oh, they, they, uh, that. Eric put out the new Gakota um, yeah, podcast. Yeah. I know. I've seen sweet. that. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. A couple of gecko files here. So that'll be yeah. fun to hear. So check that out. Check out the other uh, podcasts that they they're putting out. I, I listened to their uh, book club one and uh, that was, that was fun. It got me cool. uh, reading, reading my uh, copy of the book they talked about. So I'm <laughs> um, not too far in, but it got me excited to continue reading on. Did so. you have that book already? You just yeah. needed to, yep. needed to read it or what? Well, What's yeah, that? I needed time. And now that the yeah. book editing's kind of done, we're, yeah there so we can talk about that a little more on the next episode but all right well thanks for listening uh catch us again for another episode of reptile fight club all right fight club